Welcome to Joygasmic Shorts, a power-packed experience to give you the best out of our interviews. If you're back for more, remember to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It helps us reach more people and create our shared dream of an enlightened planet. Thank you so much. Enjoy the short. Absolutely. And these special kids, they make us show us show up differently. They really do. Mm. They bring a different parent and a different level of vulnerability and, and extremes and just truth to what our other kids do. Mm. It's easy to love a child that's neurotypical. They have a bad mm. day. They might throw the pasta on the floor. You know, they might be disobedient. They might not do their homework. They may not, you know, clean up after the dog. But at the end of the day, they're kids that are easy to love. Hard kids, special kids require a different level of heart-wrenching depth for patience and emotional resilience. They're harder kids to love, which means it's such a raw form of that unconditional love as a mother and a father. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of the gift. And mm. I talk about a lot as I support my parent, the parents in my practice. I'm treating the child, but I'm doing this dialogue with the, with the parents because they have to accept and be able to validate that, yeah, he's really hard to love. And it's okay mm -hmm. to say that. It doesn't make me a bad parent. It doesn't mean that I love him any less than my other son. It's the truth. And I hope that there's the beginning of a, a movement and a community around authenticity that can happen out of that because I, mm. I think for a long time special needs parents have been locked in a room to cry alone because yeah. it's it's hard for the rest of the world to get yeah yeah i mean the rest of the world just goes oh that's somebody else's problem like doesn't even really exist to me right and just sort of sort of closing off the, even the possibility or the interaction or anything like that. Um, yeah, I think about a, a friend of mine who's got Down syndrome, who I met in passing several times over the years and then lived with for about nine months um, in a shared communal household where some of my friends were his caretakers. And it just like totally changed the way that I looked at people who, who are special needs because it's like such a beautiful heart and so loving and so full of love all the time and and so often got oh not right now i'm busy right now i can't you know like got sort of like pushed aside and still showed up with so much loving and so much open-heartedness and so much passion is it time to go dancing now is it time to go dancing now you know like over and over and over again and the the compassion the ability to be patient you know I was having a challenging time in my life at that point with my own mental health with my own journey but it was like oh like where you're at is like deserves you know this five minutes of my time to be really patient and it's one thing to give five minutes it's another thing to give like 24 hours every day 24 7 and I totally get that um, and, and that was one of the things that was really interesting about being in a communal household is that I saw how everybody did their part to make sure that over the course of five adults, this one special needs person had, you know, companionship, connection, moving their dreams forward, supporting. And he's, he's a really lucky human being because he's got literally like so many support systems and his family is similar to you in that they've 
you know, they've done that kind of research and they've done that and they provided all of the opportunities. So I, I really understand that, like, oh, like their, you know, their best looks like this, it looks like being on the basketball team and getting a, a you know, a medal for being on the special, special Olympics basketball team. It's like a huge win and wouldn't happen without all of those things. I'm just sort of like filtering your experience through like my own experience with somebody, somebody who's like it's that. It's so true. And, but, and as I listen to you, the gift in this for, for all of the rest of the population, all of us who are sitting on the outsides of those situations is perspective. Hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, because after being, after living in that situation, I was just like, I am so grateful for my son. Sometimes he feels really challenging to me, but not nearly that challenging. And he's gonna grow out of this phase and he's gonna be his own independent being. And he's not asking me the same, you know, he is asking me the same question 20 times, but he listens and understands to like pause for a minute when I ask him and like, what a blessing that is. And just like all of this perspective of like, oh my God, I'm so glad that my nine-year-old will turn into a 15-year-old, even though that seems terrifying too will turn into like a 20 year old at some point and like neurologically sort of like pass those milestones and i think you're totally right in terms of perspective it's like the gift of those challenging experiences whether it's neurodivergent children or your own mental health journeys or a traumatic experience you know like um you mentioned to me before the call i don't know but there was like a challenging experience that happened to you in the last year it's like those experiences make you go oh wow like my life in general is so peaceful and so loving and so kind and so not those like those challenging trauma moments and i'm so grateful for that and i think that's a huge part of the gift that can come with traumas or with like long-term challenges it's like wow like i am so much more grateful for waking up feeling good in the morning knowing that i spent five years waking up wanting to you know destroy life in the morning it's like oh okay perspective and myself included like I grew up in a really privileged really easy sort of version of life and so I didn't have perspective on my own challenges and it wasn't until later that like some more challenging things happened it's like oh I was really lucky back then I'm really lucky now this piece in the middle was tricky like okay you know and and I think with moms who have special needs kids it's like that the, it, it's it's so important to take that perspective and to, to look at all the help and maybe I think, you know, uh, right now it's like April, 2020. And I think about some of those moms who have had full-time relief workers with their kids who maybe, or part-time or other activities who like are now full-time at home with their special needs kids, which is what part of why I was like, we, I, Nicole and I need to talk and get some gems out into the world about this because it's like, holy crap, like, to go from having all the support to like no support, maybe people were feeling really overwhelmed with having lots of support and now there's like no support and they're feeling like extra overwhelmed. It's like, well, let's just take a moment and feel grateful for how much support you used to have, how there's gonna be more support coming in, how valuable that support is, how important it is to ask for help, to receive help, to have relief, to have other people who care about you and who care about your kid and make those connections and, and gather and, and you know, utilize the, the resources that are available to make it so much easier or even a little bit easier. Yeah, I think it's, just, it's actually a really exciting time at the moment because the web is enabling women, not just women, but parents, um, men and women, 
to feel part of something and to reach out for support virtually. And I've practiced in the virtual space for 11 years. So the transition right now with the global circumstances has actually not impacted my practice at all. Um, and mm. I've been really grateful for that. And I had a global practice for all these years because, and, and created that sense of community. And my hope is, is that we all find ourselves tapping in and leaning in on this virtual community and that that's gonna have more meaning. I'm on a big mission to end family trauma in this generation and so I'm working with conscious moms to create a powerful change where we can become bulletproof, where we have no triggers, where our children cannot touch us no matter what they throw at us so that we can be the kind of moms that we needed and the kind of moms that we want to be for this new generation so that we can end rape, we can end trauma, we can end neglect, we can end sexual shame, we can end consumerism, we can end screen addiction, we can end all of these things by how we choose to parent and how we show up in the world. So I invite you to be here on this journey with me and I'm looking forward to seeing you on the other side so get your name and email in that box and join me on this journey it's going to be an incredible seven days where you are guided every day to understand how to create better habits how to not give up and how to implement the 60 second hack to rewire your brain so that you know that no matter what's happening you'll come back to a loving place fast love you I'll see you on the other side moment.